I see your faces. It's time to worship the Lord. We have Pastor Ron and Miss Ann Corzine in the house today. We are so excited. Everybody stand up, please. Let's worship. God, we thank you for this beautiful day. We thank you for this time today that we can just carve out to worship you, to learn from your word, to just soak and rest in your presence, God. We thank you that you are alive and real today. Um, just be glorified by our worship. Be lifted up. In your name we pray. Amen.
the mercy of God can do As if you knew me then you believe me now You turned my whole life upside down You took the old 
and he made it new. It's just what the mercy of God can do. Now I'm alive to tell the story of how I've overcome it's His goodness and mercy and the power of His blood. And I'm so glad that my freedom wasn't based on what I've done, but the goodness and mercy the power of His love. So I thought I deserved to be six feet Choices made that I regret. Oh, I would still be lost. But for
What's up, everybody? Welcome to church. We are so excited that you're here. We have just a few announcements for you. First off, actually, Kimmy gave me notes because as you can see, my partner's not here. Um, so I have to go off my notes. First off, we have uh, on the 12th is the new here class. Pastor G will be teaching that. It's back in that room by the kitchen. Uh, Y'all can meet there on the 12th. It's 30 minutes before service. Second, women's event. It's on the 11th. It's called Wave. Sun, Saturday the 11th, it's from 10 to 11.30. Brunch will be catered, and it's going to be in the theater, which is this room we're in right now. And come with a friend. Bring all your friends, ladies. Uh, speaker will be Millie Key. Uh, there is one more announcement, but we have a special guest that's going to come and do that announcement. I, I don't know where he's at. Sharky! Oh, hey! Aww. I love hugs. CBX is on the way. Get your kids registered. We're going to have lots of fun, 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 and lots of laughs, and lots of friends, and lots of crafts. Hey, yeah. So we're going to learn lots of awesome things about Jesus. We want to connect Jesus in a growing, with Jesus in a growing relationship. And we do that at VBX. We learn lots of cool stuff about God. And we have fun. I said that already. And we laugh. And I said that already. And we do crafts. And I said that. And games. And we do things like uh, we learn that you can trust Jesus with your life. And God made people with a purpose. And, oh, that's the name of the, the make ways. And Jesus invited people to follow him. And love others the way Jesus loved you. And God can help change the world. You change the world around you. And this is our memory verse. Whoever believes in me, rivers of living water will flow from the inside of him. Oh, I like water. <laughs> Don't miss it. VBX this year.
So basing decisions off an emotion, it, it's, there's no sound wisdom in it at all. So to be relevant, what we're going to have to do is, is choose tomorrow's responses today. That way, our emotional responses don't choose our tomorrow. That's what happens. If you allow emotional decisions to, to, to shape your life, then your decisions tomorrow are going to be based off of the emotional decisions you made today. We've been looking through Scripture and realizing the, the, the practical areas that each and every one of us can, can make changes in. In week number one, we talked about being consistent. And, and then last week, we talked about being generous. And uh, guys, I am, I am beyond blessed. You guys are always amazing. Uh, last week, we were able to have our homegrown folks here, uh, Taylor and Marissa Finley, um, who are doing missions work in Alaska. And, and I know, the immediate thought is really polar bears and, and Denali. You know, the mountains are beautiful. I mean, is that really a... Alaska is known for uh, I mean, just crazy poverty as well as, as uh, a lot of crime and, and things that uh, are, are in excess. I mean, when you've got nothing but six months of darkness, let's be, let's be real. When the sun doesn't show up for six months, like I, I'm, I'm, I'm doing something wrong. Like sun, come out! Anyway, guys, I am beyond blessed to say that uh, we ended up raising, I, I had made mention that uh, they needed $10,000 just to start to be able to do what they were doing. And they, we were able to raise the full 10000 for them. So thank you guys very much. Um, yeah, what a, a blessing. And I know that they're excited to be able to send photos back and stories. They send a, a letter to the people that are supporting them as well. As, and so they'll be sending updates to the church. But I encourage you, if you looked into last week giving to them, donating to them monthly, please prayerfully continue to consider that. I, I would highly encourage. They need, I mean, the raising of, of the startup money uh, doesn't, doesn't do much if they don't have the monthly support coming in. That's one of the hardest parts of missions work is that monthly support. So please, if, if y'all can, um, I know there was a lot of people that took a card from them and, and uh, or if you'd like more information about what they're doing, just let us know. Um, that was last week. Uh, and, and so today though, I, I, I wanna start off by reading a passage in, and we're going to start off by not even knowing how to pronounce this one passage of the Bible. No, it's not a, the, the, the book. Habakkuk, 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 I don't, I've heard it every single which way and everybody tells me their Greek is the, the right Greek. So uh, Habakkuk is what we're going to ride with just or whatever flows out of my mouth during the during the day. Habakkuk 2.4 says this, the Lord is speaking to his people. Listen here, he says, look at the proud. They trust in themselves and their lives are crooked, but the righteous will live by their faithfulness to God. So, so the proud, the proud trust in their own wisdom. The proud trust in their own knowledge. The proud trust in their own righteousness. They, they trust in their own goodness. We could go on and say they trust in their own bank account. They trust in their own ability. They trust in their own plan. Unfortunately, I'm often the one who thinks I can do it on my own. 
I, I would dare to say there's a lot of us here this morning. We sit there and we get these mindsets. Well, well I, I, can, I can do it on my, my own. I, I, I can work to be good enough. I can, I can try and be self-sufficient. But Scripture says the proud trust in themselves and their lives are crooked, but the righteous will live by their faithfulness to God. So today what I want to do is I want to look at the idea of being faithful. And the reason that we're going to look at this, the reason that we're going to acknowledge this today is because if we're honest, we can, we can honestly agree that there's no way, there's no way that day in, day out, week in, week out, month in, month out, year in, year out, decade in, decade out, there's no way that you and I are going to be consistently faithful without consciously making a choice today. Because typically, typically our, our lives lean towards what's easy or convenient. I mean, come on. Our lives lean to what's easy or convenient. And, and honestly, being faithful, especially, especially being faithful to God, it's rarely easy. It's often, it's often hard and it typically comes with a cost. But what I can say is, and I, and I could even go so far as to guarantee that it's always worth it. So today what we're doing is intentionally choosing not to be proud, but rather to be righteous because Scripture says the righteous will live by their faithfulness to God. What does it mean to be faithful? And then how, how do we practically tomorrow wake up and do it? I used to think that faithful was, uh, I mean, simply, we, we can just, I mean, I, faith, what is faithful? Faithful, faithful is, well, don't, don't cheat on your spouse. Okay. What is faithful? Faithful is, I mean, you know, don't, don't cheat on your taxes. Uh, that, one's, that, one's, that one's a gray area. Um, <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, FBI, IRS, whoever. I'm kidding. Oh, God. If I get audited this year, you know. I, but those are, those are kind of the things that, that I thought were, that's, that's how you're faithful. You're, you're a good person. You have good character. And, and those are true. There's truth behind that. But, but when you look at Scripture, when you look at how Jesus talked about faithfulness, what you'll find is there's only three areas that he consistently talked about faithfulness, ever talked about faithfulness. The three areas he talked about, every time he talked about faithfulness, he talked about faithfulness and how you treat people. He talked about faithfulness and how you steward resources. And then he also talked about faithfulness and how you respond to God. Those are the only three areas that Jesus talked about faithfulness. It was always about relationships with people, utilizing resources, or responding to God. Uh, so I want to dive into these three. We're going to jump into number one here. And number one, if we're going to be faithful, we're going to have to recognize that every action, every action with every person that we have is an opportunity to add value. Oh, what does that mean, Corey? Because I think I know, but what does that mean? That means wherever you go, every person that you meet, Everyone that you see is an opportunity to bless, an opportunity to encourage, an opportunity to be generous, 
an opportunity to add value into their life. God, you guys are quiet. I'm going to tell you why. So every person that we see is an opportunity to show the love of God in a way that brings value and blessing to their life. Why, 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 why does that sound hard? Because we think of nothing but ourselves, typically. The reason you think that's hard is, is because you typically think of yourself. All right, some of you are already fighting. I'm going to prove it to you real quick. Take a group photo. Yeah, you already know where it's going. Take a group photo. What's the very first thing that you look for if you're in that group photo? Yourself. Yourself. And if you didn't blink, it's a great photo. If somebody else blinked, well, that was their fault. They knew it was coming. They counted down. Like, I'm not going to give up my good photo because they couldn't, like, hear one, two, three, snap. What about in the way we interact with people? You meet somebody new, you're talking to them, you, you say hi, hi, whatever, and then, and then you're leaving, what, where does your mind usually automatically go? And why did I say that? I mean, yeah, well, that was kind of, I mean, I hope they don't think, I mean, that was stupid. That was, ah, oh, man, I shouldn't have said that. I wonder, I wonder if I made a fool of myself. Right? Our mind immediately goes into ourselves. What if, what if rather than being self-focused, what if in every situation we, we just simply ask God, God, help me to add value to the life of others. Help me to be a blessing to others in what it is that I do. Guys, that's faithfulness to God. That's faithfulness to God. The apostle Paul put it this way in Ephesians 4 verse 29. He says this, don't let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building others up. For adding value according to their needs that it may benefit those who listen. That it may benefit those who listen. I love that this is one of our principles. We have eight relationship principles that we teach every year coming up here in maybe another month. I'm thinking we're going to be going back over these. And this is one. Don't let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths. It's being faithful to God. Being faithful to God, it is, it is adding value to others. So, so then in other words, what that means is when you walk into a room... The climate improves. Brother Ron has a, has a website, and one of the names that he kind of goes by is Intentional Encourager. Do people know you as an encourager? Are you someone who's a blessing? Right? Well, people will be better. They'll have more faith. They'll be blessed because... You simply walked into a room. You see, adding value to people's lives is faithfulness to God. When you look at Jesus, how he treated people, how he interacted with people, you, you think about the words that he said, you think about what it is that he did. When the, when the disciples were worried, 
I mean, if, if I'm Jesus, and we all know, thank God I'm not, right? But if I'm Jesus, I'm like, yeah, like, like seriously, you, sh- you should worry. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know if you've heard the report, if you've seen the news today, but look, man, it just gets worse. I'm mean, like, what's the point? No, Jesus never said that. What did he do? He said, don't worry about what you're going to eat. Don't worry about what you're going to drink. Don't worry about the clothes that you're going to wear. Why? Because your heavenly father cares more about you than even the birds that you know are cared for. Right? So he certainly cares about you. He said, today... Today has enough to worry about. Seek first the kingdom of God. Seek his righteousness. And then everything else, everything else will be added unto you. All right, let, let's think about the woman who was, who was caught in adultery. What could it have been? Unbelievable. Are you serious? <sighs> Pathetic. I mean, do you, do you realize the life you're living? Have you no shame? No, 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 no. Jesus, Jesus knelt down, started writing something in the sand. We don't, we don't know what, but, but whatever he was writing, all the other self-righteous men left. Left. Jesus looks at the woman and asks her, where are your accusers? She says, there are none. And then with love in his heart, he looks at her and says, then neither do I accuse you. Neither do I condemn you. Go your way. Go your way and don't sin anymore. Just just go and be righteous. God sees you as the righteousness of Christ, right? So just go and be righteous. Peter. Man, look, Peter, Peter denied Jesus, like within a tiny span, not once, not twice, but thrice, right? What's the saying? Fool me once, shame on me, fool me twice. I don't know it. I don't, I really, I don't, I don't know it. But let me tell you what's not happening. Three for sure, it's out. What did Jesus say? Peter, do you, do you love me? then go feed my sheep. Go, go and do my will. Go show my love to others. I think about the very words of Jesus. I came to show the love of my Father. I'll never leave you. I'll, I'll never forsake you. I mean, if that's not encouraging. Guys, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm going away, but... But it's going to be all right. You're going to be able to do so much greater than even what it is that I did because I'm sending the Holy Spirit to just fill you up. The power. Every interaction with anyone, you show the love of God. You build up. You show grace. You're a blessing. Guys, you have no idea how God can use you to impact somebody's eternity based off a simple word of encouragement. That's faithfulness to God. One of the ways that you can be faithful to God is by simply being a blessing to people. And the thing is, you can do that today. 
Look, I, I, I pray. I, my prayer for today's service is that you don't get out of this building. That if you're tuning in online, you don't, you don't shut the computer down before. And don't do it right, like real quick, trying to beat me to it. But I don't believe that you're going to be able to get out of here without God laying somebody on your heart, on your mind. An assignment to reach out to somebody. And our response should be, I'm faithful. I'm going to choose that every interaction with any person is an opportunity to show love and to be a blessing to add value. The second way, the second way that we're going to be faithful to God is we're choosing that every resource is an opportunity to multiply. Every resource, an opportunity to multiply. In Matthew 25, Jesus was uh, telling a parable about a man who was going out of town, a wealthy man who was going out of town, and he left his wealth with some servants. To the first servant, he left five bags of gold. To the second servant, he left uh, two bags of gold. And to the third servant, he left one bag of gold. So he goes out of town. The first two, they go out and, and they put their gold to work. They risked it. They invested it, and, and they ended up doubling what they had. And according to Scripture, in verse 21, it says, The master replied to them, saying, Well done, my good and faithful servant. You've been faithful with a few things, and I'll put you in charge of many things. One of the ways that you can be faithful to God is simply by caring for what God gives you, by utilizing it, by multiplying it. Very simply, God gives you an ugly yard, you make it a better yard. God gives you a, an old phone, you just utilize the old phone. Right? God gives you a clunker of a car, how about that's the cleanest clunker you've ever seen? They're all faithfulness to God. I, uh, real quick, help me out, help me out. How many, how many here don't work in like full-time ministry? Raise your hands if you do not work in full-time ministry. Are there really that many people working in full-time ministry? Come on. Like, ha, right, keep it real quick, hands up. How many people do not work in full-time ministry? Uh, across the room, I'm seeing hands like slowly. I don't know if I'm going to have to do this. Most of you, most of you. Listen to this. Being good in business is one of the most God-honoring things that you can do. Being great in business, business-minded, that's one of the most powerful things that you can do for God. You create something that, that adds value. You're a part of something that blesses someone else. You're an inspiration. You're a good leader. You lead with integrity. Business owners, guys, you got to understand, as an owner, you honor God when you take a little, risk it, multiply it, make more, creating more jobs. When you're a person of integrity, God looks on that and says, well done, my good and faithful. Being a God-honoring business person is just as faithful to God as if somebody else was, was doing their fasting and their reading of the word consistently. 
it's faithfulness to God when you multiply resources. Jesus says it's faithful, it's God-honoring to multiply, to steward what it is that he's given you. So those are the, the two, two guys, right? Uh, then there's the third. And, and the guy with one bag, he was afraid. He even comes back to his master and says he, he was afraid. And, and I feel for him because there's been times that I've been afraid to step into something. There's times I know that I've been afraid because I'm afraid to make a mistake. But look what the master says to him. The servant says, I was afraid and and I went out and I hid your gold in the ground. See, see, here is what belongs to you. And his master replied, you wicked, lazy servant. Here's, Here's what I want you to see, what I pray you feel. To the two who multiplied what was given, the master looked at him and said, you're faithful. To the one who buried it, he didn't just say he was lazy. He went so far as to say he was wicked. I I mean, he didn't lose it. He wasn't frivolous with it. He, he He didn't recklessly waste it. He just simply didn't use it. And was counted as wicked. What gift, what resource has God given you that you continue to underutilize? So we're choosing today to be faithful. Every interaction and opportunity to add value to somebody, every resource and an opportunity to multiply. And then third, the third thing that I want to close today with is every prompting is an opportunity to obey God. Every prompting an opportunity to obey God. In Acts 20, verse 22, Paul was, Paul was happy where he was at, but he, he writes, he says, and now compelled by the Spirit. Compelled. The Greek word compelled literally means to, to like be bound up as with ropes and, and pulled toward. He, so, so Paul is writing, he's saying, I, I am being pulled. I am being like, like you know what I mean, right? Okay. Yeah. He said, that there's something within me that I can feel that it's, it's drawing me somewhere else. I'm being drawn to this. I'm being pulled by the Spirit. I'm going to Jerusalem not knowing what will happen to me there. In other words, I, I can't explain it. I, I, I don't understand it. I don't know the details. I just, I just know that I'm being drawn. When you follow Jesus, he will prompt you. He'll compel you. And and faithfulness, faithfulness is is responding even when you don't know what will happen. I've I've told my story I don't know how many times here. I honestly questioned God. I questioned Ron when when I I said, look, why why send me to Paris? I mean, like, seriously, I'm content with where I'm at. I could live here for another, I mean, I'm good. Why send me to Paris? They've got 120-something churches already. I mean, seriously, what, what are we doing? I know we got a church up there, but I mean, just kind of let it go. It'll be all right. Those people will find another church. Easy, easy. <laughs> and, and yet, I mean, it, it didn't make sense. 
Day one, it didn't make sense. Day two, it didn't make sense. Week one, week two, it, but slowly, as, as we faithfully distrusted and obeyed God, we started to recognize what it was that God was doing here. Spiritually, the principle simply is obedience is our responsibility. The outcome the outcome's God's. Look, I've, I've questioned God many a times on what the outcome should be. And yet, every time, exceedingly and abundantly above anything I could ever ask, dream, or imagine. Today, I, I look across this room and I'm floored with what God's done. Sometimes you'll see the reason, other times you won't. And yet we choose to be faithful today. What I, I, I mentioned it earlier and, and, and uh, what I hope you understand is, is I, I truly do believe that God's going to put somebody on your heart. And many of you, you're not going to be sure why. <laughs> I, I mean, it won't make sense. And if you don't make the decision today, what will happen, the emotional thing will be like, nah, they're going to think I'm weird. Nah, I'm not going to do that. That just, that, that just, well, well. I mean, you know, do I, do I really need to? Somebody else. I mean, whatever. We come up with every excuse. But I, I truly believe if we make the choice today, then tomorrow there's going to be the opportunity. God's going to put someone on your heart, and you're going to need to say something. You're going to need to, you're going to all, of, all of a sudden have a thought, I, I need to text them. I, I, need to, I, I need to call them. I, I need to reach out to them. I'm supposed to give them this. I'm supposed to bless them with something. And the answer should simply be because I want to be faithful to him. Because I'm faithful, I'm going to add value to the relationships around me. Because I'm faithful, I'm going to, I'm going to multiply, I'm going to steward what God has given me. And then because I'm faithful, because I'm faithful, I'm going to reach out to this individual. I'm going to let them know what it is that I think God's laying on my heart. The righteous will live by their faithfulness to God. It's choosing to be faithful. I, uh, I heard a quote once, and, and I, I want to close with this. It's, it goes like this. You'll typically overestimate what you can do in the short term. But you'll also vastly underestimate what God can do through a lifetime of faithfulness. Hear me. Look, hear me. You'll overestimate what it is that you can get done in this season. You're going you're gonna, to you're gonna overestimate how much you can change your marriage in this season. You're going to overestimate how, how much of an impact you can make in this season. You'll probably overestimate how much that you can improve financially in, in this short season. But at the same time, you will vastly, every single time, underestimate what it is that God can do through a lifetime of faithfulness. I encourage you, hang on. Keep on keeping on. When you're faithful with a little, God will trust you with much. If you want to be successful, 
If you want to be influential in life, if you want to be even happy in life, then you're going to need to be faithful in the small things. Because then God trusts you with more. You're faithful with those around you, and, and he gives you more influence. You're, you're faithful to make a difference in this world, and, and suddenly, suddenly your life is fulfilled. It's blessed. It's full of joy because he's trusting you with more. The righteous will live by their faithfulness to God. Every interaction and opportunity to add value, every resource and opportunity to multiply, and every prompting an opportunity to obey. Um, I'm going to close out with a plea. I, uh, I, I'm, I'm going to just be real and honest with you guys. That, that there's, there are times when our children's department on a Sunday morning almost doesn't happen on a Sunday morning. We need help. Because I know you don't want to have to hold on to your kids in here. And yet we welcome them. And yet still you come here so you can get away from them. <laughs> I get it. I get it. And ideally what we do is, is I mean, <laughs> look, Brandon has rigorously gone through this and figured it out where if we can just have a certain number of people, everybody could volunteer all of, all of once every two months. And I'm not just talking about children's church. I speak of, of the kids in the nursery because I have a mother-in-law who, who told me just this week that this will be the first time she's been in a Sunday service in like a whole month. And you know what her response was? It, like, I know you think, Corey, I can't wait to hear my daughter sing. But no, 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 it was like, Corey, I can't wait to hear your message because you were just so awesome. It, I, I, it's what she said. I was just sitting there going, I, I'm, I love you too. I love you too. Um, guys, there's so many different areas that we need help in. And uh, it's easy to, to come in on a Sunday to, to get filled up and, and, then, and then what? Um, I, we, need, we need people's help. Another area that, man, we've been blessed in the ministry. There was a, there was a, a business, a couple in town that that we're talking to Melissa and myself, and they ended up blessing us with a van. Um, we've utilized that van to be able to take kids to summer camps, and we've done some crazy things in that van. It's not, it's not the most sound of vans at the moment. Um, but one of, the, one of the ministries that we've been able to start is being able to drive into town and, and pick up kids that want to come to youth group on Wednesday nights. We feed them with food. We feed them with the word of God but they gotta be picked up. They can't make it out here with, without that pickup. Right now, there's, there's one person who's able to currently drive that van. And not because they're able to, like it's some you know, massive requirement to drive the van. Um, it, it's just we can't find volunteers to help. We need people. Outside, you're gonna see uh, a whole bunch of signs, serve here areas. There's host team, next gen, outreach, worship, and media. And look, everything that happens on a Sunday morning, even from the setting up of the chairs, happens because of volunteers. Um, guys, look, we can't do what it is that we do. We can't reach this community with, without each other. 
We are the community. It's you and I. And, and so I, I'm pleading with you. I'm asking for help today. I want y'all, as y'all do, as you leave, I'm hoping to shut it down right now, which is typically a couple minutes quicker than I would have normally shut it down. Take that opportunity just to walk through the lobby, pray about the, uh, the areas that, uh, that God can use you right here in this place. Guys, remember, the righteous will live by their faithfulness to God. If you'll bow your heads with me, Heavenly Father, I, I do pray this morning that you would help us today to choose to be faithful. Father, we pray that, that, that our desire is, is to, to want to be faithful. God, help us to be faithful. Stir within us, Lord, a desire to honor you. Father, to be faithful with those that are around us, to, to be faithful with what it is that you've given us, and, and as well, Father, to be faithful with our response to you, Lord Jesus. Faithful to make a blessing. Faithful to be a steward and faithful to be obedient. God, I pray that you would help us, each and every one, to be faithful. It's in the name of your son that we pray. Amen, 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 amen. Guys, y'all have a blessed, blessed, blessed week.
Thanks more for uh, worship. Yeah, I'm talking to you at the cranker. Have to wait.